Welcome. You're listening to Behind the Business Podcast. Do you ever wonder what really happens behind a business? Well, in this podcast, we explore the trials and tribulations of starting a business and being an entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jason Manorinter. And I'm your co-host, David Liu. And this is Behind the Business. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 21. And today we got David's Lou cousin. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. They got the same last name, Melissa Lou, and she's with Amido Cafe. Amido Cafe. Amido Cafe. Amido. Amido. Yes. Amido Cafe. 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 <laughs> I, I got. I'm eating the donuts right now, so I feel like my mouth is kind of like not ready to talk. But Amido Cafe. Yeah. Um, and you guys do donuts yes specifically donuts donuts and coffee drinks and ice, and cream, ice cream actually, actually. yes yeah. donuts ice cream and ice cream yes cool is it just you is um like, so i have my boyfriend okay. and uh his aunt his aunt yes yeah, so it's very family okay family run and you guys i know just i think just launched this year was that right or? yeah we launched this year we actually launched in uh june june yeah that's nice. pretty quick yeah that's pretty cool like uh it was, it was actually cool watching the whole process of it from start to finish. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just going to put the donut down. <laughs> We're starting. Um, but yeah, tell us um, tell us how you guys got into that and the whole process of getting it going, during, especially during COVID, right? Like, why donuts? Um, I feel like that's a, such a niche market. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... Yeah, like you were kind of explaining these type of donuts to me. I've never heard before. They're not just any donuts either. They're they're mochi donuts. Mochi donuts. Never heard of that. What's what's mochi? <laughs> it's like a Japanese, um, like a rice flour. Rice flour. Got it. Yeah. And I'm assuming that uh, amido is Japanese. Is so amido is like a mix. Like the name comes from like a Chinese mix with a Japanese mix, okay. just because we use rice flour. Asian, like Chinese people eat rice. And then the idea of mochi flour comes from like Japanese people because they use mochi a lot. So mm-hmm. it's like a mix of Japanese and Chinese. Amido. Yeah. So oh. Amido, the name actually means um, like a rice donut in Chinese. And it also means uh, a sweet donut in Japanese. Nice, nice. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, before we get into this, what, what, are, what are these flavors? Because uh, <laughs> I, I find them they're really unique. Yeah. Very different. So we try to like stay with like the Asian flavors, things we grew up with. We like what we like to eat. Mm-hmm. So then um, we come up with new flavors actually every week. Every week, every yeah, week, yes, change yeah. The, the flavors every week. All the flavors. All the flavors, yeah. Oh like we'll God. maybe we'll keep like one or two, but most of the time we change like all of them. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so it's like a brand new flavor for every sure. Two yeah, weeks. and then they'll bring back like one that that um, they've had in the past maybe, but it's like limited. Mm. So nice. It creates like a scarcity. For sure, like it creates hype and also like during COVID you have to like kind of change your business, right? Like we would Mm -hmm. usually, if we were able to open fully, we'd keep four reoccurring flavors. Mm -hmm. But since like, you know, with COVID and like not bringing people down, you definitely need to change your business and kind of drive them down with different flavors. And so what are the flavors uh, here that we have? Um, So this week we have orange blossom lemonade. Uh, We kept ube and then uh, caramel churro, milk tea, black sesame, uh, brown sugar maple and uh, honey lavender. Yeah, Jeez. they're all like interesting flavors. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're pretty good. I just took a bite out of one. So. Yeah, the churro. Yeah, caramel. Yeah, and and you guys are changing every single flavor. Yes. Like, yeah. Every week. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually curate that like every week. So I'm doing a lot of research, thinking of like flavors, rotating them. So mm-hmm. we do keep the, some of the same ones, mm-hmm. and we've done some of these before. It's just rotating them. Mm-hmm. It's just rotating. Yeah. Oh, so you're just so, cycling through them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So how many flavors do you have in total right now? Then like different. Oh, like my whole recipe list. Yeah. I think there's like, let's see, I don't know, uh, maybe how many weeks have we had here? I'd say like forty flavors, fifty flavors, a lot. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. That's cool though. Yeah. I think that's what you need to do, though. For sure, yeah. Right? Definitely, you're ahead thinking right now. Of, exactly. Of, of the market, especially with donuts, right? People like new things. Yeah. Want to try new things. Yeah, and, and like if you miss the chance to have it before, you're like, oh crap, I want to go and try it again because like 
Last week you had that coffee crisp. Oh coffee. yeah, for sure. There's like a sense of urgency where you're like, yeah. if I miss this week, they might not do it for like three weeks. <laughs> so then they really come down every week to try it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I really wanted to try that one and then we went down, but it was sold out. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. So you guys have a really cool concept on, on the donuts and food. And I think that's kind of how you guys got that from your guys's other business as well. For which one? Sorry. The urban pop. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 Oh, there's another business. Yeah, they have a few. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's 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 talk about what you were, what got you into the business, and what you were doing before, um, and maybe dabble into your other businesses too. Um, so Mido began from actually a person that pitched us, a friend that pitched us. In our other business, we actually do Funko Pops and toys. Mm-hmm. So we're called Urban Pop Shop. And then we had a partner that we met, like a friend that we met in the business who decided to pitch it to us. He's like, hey, maybe you should open this in Calgary. I think you'll do well. And we did see this in Japan. We did see it in the States. Oh, but so he pitched it to us. He's like, maybe you should open it in Calgary. And then we decided to like research it. And then we decided to do it. Was this a guy from Seattle? No, this is a guy from San Francisco. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah. yeah. Shana's telling me about this yeah. before. He pitched the idea to you guys. Yeah, he's like, yeah, maybe you should do something like this. Yeah, in Calgary. And then you guys just kind of were... Look, did your research and then just open it up yourself? Like Exactly, company? yes, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And how long did that take? Um, so this was in the works for like a few years. Mm-hmm. I used to own actually Uzutayaki. So the idea came after that when we decided to um, leave that and decided to do something else. And then this idea came up. Do you, do yeah. you remember the fish, um, the fish cones with the ice cream in it? And like red bean on the inside? I don't. Okay. Well. <laughs> Isn't that what the culture yeah. is? <laughs> Trends. This is all new to me. This is yeah. all new to me. I'm yeah. in my own world here. Yeah. Guys. So there was another ice cream shop that they were with before, but Got then it. they ended up uh, going their separate ways. Okay. Yeah. And then this kind of formed in the last two years. This formed in the last two years. Yes. Yeah. And it was yeah. you and your boyfriend. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And, and how is that um, process been going for you guys uh um starting it and then having to do with covid because you guys opened up exactly uh, like right in the middle of covid yeah yeah in, yeah. in uh, chinatown yeah in june in june mm-hmm. yeah. right so yeah t- tell us about that um so during this time we were actually doing renovations mm-hmm. so we had the place for like about a year and a half um, we had some issues with like our condo board. We couldn't like do construction. So we were actually during COVID, prime of COVID, we were actually doing renovations. So mm-hmm. we were still working. Mm-hmm. Um, we were doing renovations, doing testing, had a lot of issues because we were backtracked. Mm-hmm. So then we finally caught up and then June was like our opening date. Like we were still going to open and we ran it as a uh, like pickup and people weren't coming into the store. It was just like pre-orders. Yeah. I think you guys implemented that really good, like, um, like very early on, like you guys had a new website that took on the delivery Oh yeah, stuff. for sure. Yeah. And then they were doing like, um, pickup only. And then it was just like at the front door, there was a table there and people would just come to give their name and then they would just drop off the donuts. But there was like lineup still, right? Yeah. So when we announced our soft opening, we had like a lineup of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did tell people that we actually, when we first started, we didn't have a website mm-hmm. and website wasn't even in thought until we're like, we need to do this because there's lineups outside. That's not okay mm-hmm. um and people weren't really social distancing and people were like we were kind of behind we were making our donuts so we're like yeah we'll just do pre-order it's probably easier this way mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> how did you guys get such good hype with your business um especially with the donuts sector for sure um because i find yeah like when people are starting their new businesses yeah you know how do you build that hype and how did you get that clientele, people waiting in line? I think Dave kept mentioning, like, oh, these donuts are selling out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, how, like, as an entrepreneur and someone starting their new business, how did you guys, um, how were you guys able to do that? Well, if you know Calgary really well, they're, they're very trendy. Mm-hmm. Like, people jump on food trends very easily. We saw that with our last business. And we know Calgary very well in that sense that people love food. Mm-hmm. And they like trends. They like to try things right away. And... Mm-hmm. Anything new really attracts people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we, we knew that from our previous business. So then we knew that like jumping on a hype, we knew that this would do well. Mm-hmm. And I think just good marketing, organic marketing helped with that. Yeah. And I think people people want to come down right away and try it right away. Mm-hmm. Was it marketing through social like, like it was social media, yes. Also, yeah. Just strictly social just media. Just strictly social media. Wow. Mm-hmm. Just like Instagram. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. I find that the donuts are very like Instagrammable too. Oh, for sure, yeah. So yeah. they actually got uh, TikTok famous. Yeah. So actually, when we first opened, yeah, we were busy. Uh, of course, you kind of stagger and you kind of slow down because people don't really know about you yet. Yeah. Um, a couple people made t- 
TikTok videos, and then that's when we blew up. Oh wow! Because originally we weren't really selling out. We were the first few weeks mm-hmm. and the first few months, but mm-hmm. then we kind of like staggered or was slow. Mm-hmm. And then someone made a video about us, and it blew up again. There was another lineup. <laughs> crazy! Yeah. The power of TikTok. I t- <laughs> yeah. telling everyone yeah. this, right? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's a weird platform where it's like indirectly, directly impacting your business for sure. And like mm-hmm. everyone's always about supporting local, so mm-hmm. like you really like. Someone really emphasized support local. So uh-huh. then a lot of people came down because of that. Yeah, that's why I was um, doing a lot of stuff with it too. Because mm-hmm. we we want to promote more local business in the cities. Yeah. Because like, we actually have a lot of family, friends, clients, stuff like that, that, that have businesses. And there isn't really a... Um, what is the word like a platform for us to actually uh support them in that sense and that's why kind of how we got into the podcast thing mm-hmm. yeah so it's it's a good way to like talk learn about the business behind the business and then also um uh, like almost cross market with each other mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so what what so it's just fascinating that like you guys blew up during covid and yeah. you guys are in chinatown <laughs> for sure yeah right? was our own chinatown <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's wrong with Chinatown, but I'm just curious why you guys picked that location. Um, um, yeah. So we picked that location because we actually, our other businesses in Chinatown, our other toy business. Oh, okay. So our store was like down there. We've been down there for like five, six years. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of knew the area very well. So have you been uh, like self-employed entrepreneur like your whole life? Or, um, like, no, you... it started um, maybe after university. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what's what, your, yeah. What's your background? So I went for economics and uh, business. Um, I didn't finish because I was offered a proposition to run a re- my parents' restaurant. Mm-hmm. So then um, I decided to leave and do that. Mm-hmm. That didn't work out. And then the toy business came about. You said you also have a background in interior design. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and logo designing or something? <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah. I do graphic design and yeah. calligraphy and stuff. That's pretty cool. So straight out of university, like you went to university for business. Yes. Yeah. And then you dropped out. Yes. And then you uh, worked with your family business Mm -hmm. at at a restaurant. Yes. Is that right? Then you opened up that toy business. Yeah, for sure. I think it was in a, we were in a weird position with the business, uh, the restaurant. Um, And then we were like, maybe we were doing it on the side, like the toy stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, It was actually, we started collecting. And then the idea came from. What type of toys? So they're Funko Pops. They're like bobbleheads. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you know you'll them. S- you'll see them like often at, at stores and stuff like that. Like I have a few at my house. I think I know yeah. them. They have like yeah. the big heads. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With the, small the, eyes, and yeah. the like ball eyes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you were buying that and flipping those? Or? So we were just buying it to collect. Yeah. And was then, it you and your boyfriend? Yeah, me and my boyfriend buying okay. for his like birthday so gifts. So you guys are Christmas. business partners also in a lot of things. Yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we were just, I was buying it from a lot and I was like, these are expensive and we were buying so much. We had so many. And at that point I was like, what's a good way to get this at the cheapest cost? Like the Asian and me were like, yo, what's the cheapest way to get this? <laughs> so I did some research and then we decided to start a company because of that idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause that other people might want them too. Yeah. I was like, maybe if I get it cheaper and then I sell it and people can get it too and I can get it too, then we all win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you get one for yourself. Exactly. And yeah. A bunch for some other people too. Yeah. That's actually pretty smart. So you're flipping toys. Kind of, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and they were, they're actually going to, like, the, all the Comic-Cons in, in, like, the U.S. and stuff like that. It wasn't that. really flipping toys. It's, like, it's still market value. It was, like, yeah. what you would buy at a store. We were just kind of, like, a smaller scale. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you guys still do that? So we still do it, yes. Yeah. And that's in Chinatown also? It's in Chinatown also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just down the street. And it's pretty crazy because um, the, as they get more rare or, like, limited releases on them, um, they actually go up in value. So they actually, they're, like, they trade, like, a commodity, mm-hmm. but depending on... Like cards. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. But the thing is that um, I feel like the the culture that you guys have learned from the, the toy culture and the hype beast culture yeah, is sure. what you've applied to the donut business. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 It's, like, supply and demand. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's, it's really popular in uh, Japan, too. Like, these major, um, like, fashion outlets um, and, like, their flagship stores, they only release an item... Like a, at a very limited quantity, and once mm-hmm. it's gone, it's gone. So it actually creates these like crazy lineups at like Bape or yeah. like Neighborhood, yeah. all those things, all those brands like Supreme, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're they're like the the peak of like hype beast culture, and that's what I feel like these donuts are like hype beast donuts, In a sense, yeah, <laughs> hype donuts. Yeah. <laughs> so so now that you you have your toy business, okay, yeah. I'm just trying to wrap my head up for your life here, yeah, and then. Uh, a buddy, a friend is like, hey, get into this donut business. Yes, yeah. 
And you guys have no idea about donuts or... Oh, well, we've or had it. Like, we've, we've ate it before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've experienced it. Um, it wasn't something we wanted to do, but we know that, like, we wanted to do something in food still. So we mm-hmm. wanted to continue doing that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he proposed something to you, and then you guys just started looking for a place. You guys had Yeah, exactly, fun. yeah. We just pitched it. He pitched it to us as, like, as an idea, and then we're like, we'll just... Just take a look at it and see what we could do. Was he like an investor or a No, he's not an investor. He's just a really good friend that we've built. Like he also sells toys. He oh, okay. his business is ten times bigger than ours. He's oh, okay. from the States. Yeah, yeah. We actually were selling toys from him. We were buying ex- exclusive toys from him too, because he he deals with the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's not a competition because you know, you build a friendship with this person. Totally. And then he just always like gave us ideas. He kind of became like our mentor in a sense. He gave us lots of information and always like pitched like ideas all the time to us. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. he, is he much older? He's much older, yeah. Yeah. How old is he? He's probably in his like late forties. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool to have a mentor like that in uh like I didn't really think business. him as a mentor, but like it's because he pitches his ideas and always talks to us and gives us information. Like mm-hmm. he's become like a really good friend. That's pretty cool. I think that's what you you need, um, and that's what I realized too. Is like having some form of mentor to kind of guide you through like a business venture or something, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like ask questions. Totally. Yeah. Because yeah. they've done it. They they know they have the experience, right? Yeah, exactly. It's a lot easier when someone else has done it to actually rebound ideas because they've probably made some of those mistakes. Mistakes, exactly. Yeah. And then you don't have to make them, and it'll be mm-hmm. easier for you. Mm-hmm. So you guys decide for sure. You guys are doing this donut business and then takes about two years to launch, right? Yes, yeah. Finding the space was, I guess, that was an easy decision for you guys uh, to be in Chinatown. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you guys opened up shop June. June, yes. And had ha- that yeah. no form of marketing except social media. Yeah. Social That's- media and hype. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, weren't you guys on Curiosity? Um, so we did like get reached out by like magazine companies and stuff um, because they like to be on top of like their news and new trends too. Mm-hmm. Um, we've actually had like this place for a while. So I was doing like early marketing, just like saying, hey, we're coming. Like this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And then I think a lot of people were like reaching out and like, hey, we want to know what's happening. So they did a lot of interviews and questions and stuff. So they were actually promoting for us too. Mm-hmm. Before it was starting. Before it started. Yeah. How important is that uh, you feel in the business for to like pre- market the business i don't think it's like super important it just depends like where the stages you are mm-hmm. like if it's um like if you know what's happening soon maybe it is important but i feel like uh if you're if you don't know when you're gonna open then it's a little difficult mm-hmm. yeah but yeah. you guys knew like an exact date we actually didn't know we were just it just happened to be national donut day we're like let's open this day <laughs> yeah that's a really good yeah. uh, plan though <laughs> and like we don't really we don't really have much background in like baking cooking so it's more like we're all doing everything as like as we go yeah yeah i, I remember sampling some of the earlier donuts <laughs> and we were just like all right these ones are good this one's are bad like what like this is what i would say like this is the, like too sweet like you were actually doing uh, a lot of uh, sample testing with Yeah, we were testing people. for a while, actually, with lots of people. Yeah, they were giving, like, 20 donuts out and be like, hey, try these and see what's yeah. up. And then, then they were taking feedback from it and then mm. being like, okay, this is what you should alter. I, I feel like you you knew exactly what you were doing getting into this business. Um, no. Um, this is my first time opening a cafe. It's yeah. very hard. It's very. It's like a different business. Yeah, yeah. Um, you put a lot more energy into it. It's It's a different type of energy, too. It's like... It's very different. Yeah. Are you are you making the donuts or do you guys have employees? Uh, we make it. You guys make yes, it. Yes, we make it. Oh, yeah. on your own. On our own. Okay. Yeah. So you, your boyfriend, and just just us two. Just you two. Just us two running it right now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's quite the. And process. sometimes his aunt will come help, but like yeah, right now it's just us two. <laughs> so who deals with the sales? And... Uh, we both do. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> yeah, and then on top of that, they, um, like they curated like a bunch of. Uh, coffee as well too mm-hmm. locally roasted and then um, they also make their own ice cream Alyssa you make this sound so easy I'm trying <laughs> to find something here that that you, what was hard about this like what was the hardest thing about running the business and and getting probably, it started yeah getting it started let's, let's um, go there hmm, what's hard um, all of it was actually really hard because we've never really opened a cafe before like I've ran a restaurant so you have background in that but and you weren't scared at all you to, to it's always really scary yeah, yeah. like um like when are we gonna open like we're paying rent still like we got to figure it out it's just it's always a lot of stress it's mm-hmm. just you have to manage it in a sense i don't know we're always just like learning new things researching yeah it's good that i have a partner that we could like stress together or figure it out but 
Because, like, you guys did a lot of the renovations and you did all the painting on the walls. Yeah, we did all the painting. Like... So, during the COVID <laughs> times, we were actually just, like, renovating, doing flooring, tiling. Like, so we were learning a lot of new skills. Yeah. Labor skills. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Like, I watched it from, like, start to finish. <laughs> yeah. What would you say to someone, though, that is struggling with that to start what you've done? Because it's, like, a lot of people I find are too scared to even start. And you, it sounds like you just kind of just jumped into the business yeah. and, and were okay with it, right? Um, how did you handle that? I think that people at Star, I feel like they need to jot it out, write it down, figure it out. And I think they need to just figure out their plan. Just do like a plan. Mm-hmm. I think you need to start like figure out what you want to do, how you want to do it. And just like, I just feel like I write things down all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming, um, well, it sounds like you've planned this like very detailed, yeah, I've become like such a analytical person. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like to the ingredients, to the to the flavors, mm-hmm. to where it is, to the design, it takes a lot to do, right? And and to plan. I think that's what a, a huge thing where it's like, yeah, you. I feel like you get more comfortable with what you do if you plan it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And a lot of people, uh, entrepreneurs, aren't really planning. They don't even have a business plan. I, I didn't have a business plan when I started For out. For sure, yeah. yeah. Right? There's no direction if you don't have a plan. And, yeah. And the thing is that um, without, without, without a plan, things can work. But if, if you do have a plan, you can kind of expect things that, that come up. And, and, and the thing is that the plan also always changes. It's not the exact same the first time, but as long as you have something to kind of go off of, then you actually have some direction. For sure, yeah. Be willing to change or mm-hmm. yeah, change your business if you have to. Yeah, you got to adapt as well. And I think something that you've done very well is getting with the trends. I think you created a, a trend here with donuts. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, and it's like I've never heard of these type of donuts, right? It's pretty... Like the only place I would think of getting donuts is like Tim Hortons. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like honey cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, yeah. heart, honey dip. I've, I've had some dip. of the other ones, like the other, uh, like, what is it, modern jelly? Or modern like, jelly. Um, there's lots, yeah. Hoopla, did you look at your competition, though? Um. So, yeah, we did. We knew, like, we knew there was a lot of donut shops around. And I feel like this is the year of the donut, actually. A yeah. lot of donut shops actually have popped up this year. Uh-huh. And I feel like when I did my previous business, it was actually the year of the ice cream, actually, when we opened our ice cream business. Uh-huh. And I don't know why we're following the trends. But it just works out. It works out that way. Like year of the ice cream, and this is the year of donuts. That's good. What, what do you mean year donuts? Like a lot of like the a lot hype. of a lot of other businesses have actually opened donut shops in Calgary too. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah, because even when I was in Vancouver, we I went to Granville Island, and there's uh, a donut shop there called Lee's Donuts. Oh yeah. And yeah. They're, like they were like lined up outside the door, like wrapped around the building, mm-hmm. and people were just sitting there waiting for donuts. Yeah, like, I don't know crazy. how like the trend became, but I just feel like this is probably the year of the donuts. It's always like yeah. a year of something, and this is probably the year of donuts. Well, because it's because Tim Hortons donuts kind of suck. Yeah. Like, we actually worked at Tim Hortons together. <laughs> and, like, we used <laughs> Oh, to, I know my donuts. <laughs> yeah, we used to eat a lot of donuts. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. And, and we saw from... When they used to bake them fresh every night, yeah, and then when they transferred over to these like fr- like pre frozen baked ones that they would just throw into a quick oven, and then you would eat them and they would taste like shit. Like I couldn't eat donuts yeah. at Tim Hortons for like yeah. years, yeah, until it was like the only option for sure, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, there's a, like there's your like you know bubble tea. I remember when it came out. Mm-hmm. There's uh. Yeah, like last year was probably like the year of the bubble tea. And then there's like the year of the ramen. Like, you know what I mean? Like people don't know what ramen is back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Does that scare you though? Um, no, I feel like it's, it's good competition in a sense, but I feel like we're all kind of in our own lane doing our own thing. Mm -hmm. We're kind of different in that sense. And I feel like everyone's kind of just doing their own thing. So it's okay. I think you're also kind of diversified as well because you guys also do really great coffee and then the ice cream is actually really good too. So you have options between all three concepts and then um, you're also doing different flavors and stuff like that within the two of them at least. So, How are you guys managing um, your businesses? Because I feel like that's a lot. It is a lot. Especially, um, that, like, <laughs> I, no, seriously, I respect people that start up a business and yes, especially yeah. going into a retail space. Like, it's a lot of work. They, it is. They don't talk, like, the lease, the negotiations. Exactly. The, like, there's a lot of things. Then you have to design it, right? Yeah, and the renovations. The renovations. And now you're 
ordering food and all this stuff and for doing, sure yeah like yeah. how are you dealing with all that um so i'm lucky i have a partner that does that too um so I, it's hard to believe this is you too <laughs> <laughs> yeah and right? the toy business yeah, yeah like you got the toy business so with the toy business it's, the idea came sparked from like buying and then wanting to start a business out of that and kind of at the point in my life where we were like we need to do something because we're not doing the restaurant business anymore and then we're like we are kind of just stuck we're like we need to do something so we mm-hmm. kind of just pushed for that mm-hmm. and then uh so we started the toy business and it became like we were doing it together doing a lot of shows like trade shows were very great mm-hmm. for like selling the product and then now i let my boyfriend run that like he runs that fully mm-hmm. um i'll be there to help him if he does trade shows but he does that fully now and then i basically do more of the the marketing and stuff for like the cafe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you're a one person show there. I like having no. He does. He makes the donuts, and then I do the rest. You do. That's. Good. Do you have any downtime for yourself? How would you say? <laughs> hey, what's your personal yeah. time? Um, so wait, I work out. We work out. Yeah. Um, we used to play sports, but now that we're not permitted, it's it's gonna be a little tough. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of Netflix uh-huh. when I have time. Yeah. yeah. There's not a lot to do now. Not much, yeah. For yeah. for uh, personal time, I find. for sure. Yeah. How, how do you? How are you though? Um, able to like on on your own like since june on this obviously your business is growing and how have you adapted to like deal with the customers the new ingredients as the business grows right like what are your growing pains right now because i feel like that's kind of what we're going through and Mm -hmm. we're trying to figure out how to deal with that right i feel like we still have the plan we're always planning we're figuring out like the new year is coming and then we just have to sit down and figure out like what are our next steps Mm -hmm. if if covid's still going to be here if we're able to open because originally like we're a cafe I feel end, COVID didn't in, impact your business. It didn't, um, <laughs> but it did change like the aspect of how we wanted to run our business. Like okay. we were going to be a cafe, a communal space, because we have a really large space. Mm-hmm. Um, like just encourage people to come in, enjoy coffee. So that was like our like original goal mm-hmm. for people to come in, enjoy coffee, and just like the mochi donuts were supposed to be just like like an additional thing. It wasn't supposed to be like what we're narrow minded like doing. Like everyone just thinks mm. we're mochi donuts. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we're still a cafe. Like, we wanted people to come in, enjoy coffee, have ice cream, eat donuts. So we did have to change that. Oh, so and we originally... Became, oh, yes, yeah. So originally, okay. the whole, like, our idea was a cafe. Yeah, yeah. A communal space, bringing people in socially. Yeah. yeah. But COVID, of course, doesn't allow that, right? Yeah, yeah. So we did have to change our adapt and change just to mochi donuts, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, crazy. Yeah, it's a nice spot. Like, you can go... Like, it was a nice spot if you want to go and, like, sit and work and do some stuff or, like... Yeah, it was, uh, like, a cafe. Yeah, right in Chinatown, so... Oh. How, how many people could could uh, sit there? I think our capacity was, like, 40 people. Oh, wow. That's pretty big. Cafe. So, we don't have all the tables set up, but, like, if we did have all our tables set up, we'd have, like, a very big space for people to enjoy. That's crazy. Yeah. And right now, you guys, I think it's only 25% capacity. 25% or something, like, where you had to ice, like, it's... I think it's still same for restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you guys aren't allowing anyone in. So we have we allow like a couple tables to sit, but we aren't like open fully for people to enjoy the space. No. Yeah, it's not worth it. Almost. Yeah, in a sense. Yeah, we were, we're running it the same way um, how we began. I think that's something uh, entrepreneurs have to do, though, is uh, adapt. Adapt for sure. Yeah. Right? yeah. Things don't always go as planned, right? Yeah. 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 I think a big thing is actually online, and like the pre-orders and stuff like for that. For sure, like you have to have a good like online presence. Uh, especially on social media. I feel like people are on that a lot just because we have a lot of time. So we're always on social media. And yeah. businesses that don't adapt to COVID and change their business when they have to, like they won't survive. It's, it's going to be really hard. Yeah. That's kind of what we see all the time in real estate. Like a lot of these older generation realtors, they're not using the social media tools to actually push their business. Oh, yeah, business. for sure. Yeah. And they're actually just kind of being left in the dust. Exactly. They, they're not on top of mind as um, like other agents are, right? So... So are you on social media every day with the marketing? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like that's something that needs to be done, right? For sure. Like, just even if you have to go on your... Yeah, like for me, I create a story at least every day just to, to tell people, like, our product is here. You can come in. Um, like, making a post, like, every day or every other day is mm-hmm. what I do, yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you plan these marketing... Um, I plan on, like, maybe the day before. Like, maybe I'll plan today what I'll do tomorrow crazy yeah for the photos for content exactly yeah well i I feel like you if most of your business has come from social media you need to be on point oh for sure yeah Yeah. and and for someone to post every day and uh, make a story every day that takes a lot of dedication and work 
Yes. <laughs> right. How do you stay motivated to continue to do that? Um, it doesn't have to be anything like too crazy. You just have to make like a couple of videos. Um, like just use all, utilize like all the tools that Instagram has or Facebook has. You don't um, run Facebook ads or anything. I don't know. So crazy. just organic. That you is, should. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be interesting. That is crazy. How much are these donuts? So they're two seventy five for one, or a box of six is fifteen seventy five. Yeah. Okay. And do people just uh, order uh, through social media and come pick it up? So we actually have a website. Okay. Um, so they or either pre-order the website or we do walk-ins. Oh, you guys do walk-ins. We do walk-ins, yeah, mm-hmm. for takeout. How do you manage, like, all five of those different businesses? And then, like, what kind of structures do you have yeah. uh, in order to manage them all? Um, for me, well, with the cafe, it's like, once everything's done, we have our, our donuts out and everything is set up and prepped for the day mm-hmm. then i have time to work on other things mm-hmm. yeah so the idea is always like to to prioritize your time and get everything done that you can mm-hmm. um prep your store prep your cafe or whatever clean your kitchen and then then you have your own downtime to do your next job yeah i feel like that comes with really good discipline for sure yeah <laughs> but tell, it's, us, tell us like a day uh that a typical day for you yeah like, like what time do you guys start at um, so I start a little later cause I don't make the donuts. Like my boyfriend makes the donuts. I'm there to like glaze and, um, like set them up. But, mm-hmm. uh, he starts at like seven thirty-seven, mm-hmm. and I get there by like nine. And then you're working. And then we work, we close at six. So we're there till like six. Okay. And then he leaves to the other business or how does that Um, work? so we have a cafe, right? So yeah. then he could just use that space to do his other work. Like oh, do online orders online. for the tour. Yeah. Double working. Yeah. 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 That's kind of cool. Yeah. So it's, we kind of built a space so that we can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I go in there, you guys are all working on all your working, computers. Yeah. <laughs> but really you, you know, you you do put in a lot of hours, though. Yes. Yeah. Right? And I think that's what people don't see. Oh, they don't see that. Yeah. Like I'm like consumed by work some days. Mm-hmm. All I think about is work. <laughs> Welcome to our lives. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's just a life of a like like a business owner. For sure. Yeah. yeah. You have a lot to think about because you have a lot of overhead, right? Like you're thinking about a lot of things because you are paying for a lot of things and everything comes out of your own pocket. So you, you are more uh, more conscious about that. Mm-hmm. How did you become so organized, though? I feel like at, at this level, you have to be. Um, I'm not organized. I write things everywhere. Like I have a little calendar. I just jot things down all the time. I have paper everywhere. <laughs> I feel like that's that was something I was learning this year too, is to jot things down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think it's better to have it in a notebook though, because if it's just on a random piece of paper. Yeah, or on your phone in notes or something. Yeah. yeah. Like I always tell people if they forget things, I'm like, you should write it down. Like if you have something, just text it to yourself or something. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I carry like three notebooks. <laughs> so one, one's, one's, oh, I have a lot too, yeah. One's personal, one's business. And then one's uh, to-do list. <laughs> Jeez. So I always go through them. That's crazy. We, I think we were talking with uh, Jimmy about that. With how he... Oh, uh, yeah, the bullet. The bullet journal. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing that's coming to my mind right now is opening a business during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and that didn't stop you. Um, we didn't know COVID was going to hit when we actually decided to do donuts. Um, at the time, we were, like, looking for a space... We actually had the space before uh, COVID hit. Mm-hmm. So we so were just... So you're already in, locked in a lease. Yeah, we were locked into the lease. Uh, we were doing our negotiations and um, in the renovation process and stuff. So mm-hmm. we were in that already before COVID hit. And mm-hmm. we had no choice. It's mm-hmm. like, you got to do it or that's it. Mm-hmm. Or you're just going to be bleeding. You're bleeding, yeah. 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 So yeah. you force yourself to do it. You got to yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah, you guys really adapted with the time, so... For sure, you have to. Yeah, so that's great. With marketing... Um, I feel like you're like a marketing guru, right? I mean, I do follow like a people that like are very into marketing. Their um, their job is to teach people marketing. Yeah. But I just I think when I ran the last business, I saw how it grew just organically. We actually ran that organically. We didn't pay for the mm-hmm. like two years that we ran it. We didn't pay for any advertising, mm-hmm. and that grew on its own mm-hmm. organically. Yeah, because there was a lot of hype behind that, and that was hype too because it was something new in the city. So yeah. it grew it on its own. Yeah. How do you build hype? I think it's just like trends. You, <laughs> you have like, to find trends. It's like, but how know. how would you say we could build our hype with our business? Well, your business because like these concepts are actually from Japan, right? Yeah, the concept from Japan, or, from or there's, they're just like concepts from things that we don't have in Calgary in yeah. general. So people are very like intrigued by that. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I find that people in Calgary they want to 
try the latest restaurants or like the newest trend or whatever like that because it's something new like and then i feel like it's like with with trying something new it's almost like a bragging right like oh i tried this right so exactly and when you make it more exclusive then people want it even more but how do you target these people if it's all organically that's what i'm i'm a little confused about because you must have a following you must have all these people that are starting to follow you like how did it how did you get that going um i don't know we just i think we just launched and in a sense like we hoped that it was gonna do it well i think i knew it was gonna do well it was just the fact about who was gonna come down and do it like come and enjoy your donuts so mm-hmm. i just feel like people are very into trends mm-hmm. and they'll find the newest trend and then they'll and you, you just yeah. know that's gonna happen yeah yeah like i went to a restaurant last night Ponshu. Mm-hmm. it's really good there but they the experience of the sushi was like solid and the the owners like the atmosphere everything i feel that like once you create some sort of atmosphere and experience for people they're more willing to share it because mm-hmm. they want other people to uh, experience or share the same thing totally yeah what would you say you've learned in the last two years about business last two That's years impacted you. um hmm what have i learned Oh, business is hard. <laughs> I don't know. You make it sound so easy. You're just like, do this, do that. Like, like I'm stressed all the time. I'm like, it's just about like, like what's the struggles. Like, what are you struggling? Like, what's struggling the, with yeah. like finding like uh, new flavors? Like, what am I gonna do next week? I'll sit there and contemplate that for like, like this week. I'll be like, what am I gonna do? But that's why it's like, if I plan like ahead, then I'm not as stressed. Like, mm-hmm. I can I can manage that. Like, mm-hmm. the holidays are coming, then it's holiday flavors. Mm-hmm. Then that's fine. Gingerbread. Exactly, right? And then for the new year, it's like, <laughs> what's going to happen in the new year? What mm-hmm. am I going to bring new to the, the new year? Mm-hmm. So it's more, if I plan, then I can manage that stress easily. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like just plan ahead. Exactly, yeah. To, for less stress. Yeah. I, I used to say to Jay all the time, failure to plan is planning to fail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I always like, yeah, whatever, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> but as a business, I always say this: like, you could plan, but shit happens, man. Oh, for sure, right? yeah. And yeah, it's it like, does. it's like that's part of business. It's like it is. It's just yeah, it happens, right? And it's learning to deal with it, right? Exactly. Yeah. Have you ever read the book The Art of War? No. So The Art of War is like this five thousand year old book by like this uh, military general named Sun Tzu. And uh, he talks about, like, planning for war and um, how that you should, like, expect the unexpected. For sure, yeah. And um, a lot of people actually use that book as a business book because um, the similar concepts that you learn from that book are actually in business as well. So, a lot of, like, um, there's all U.S. universities that will do um, uh, courses on that book for business strategies. For sure, yeah, because things always change. Yeah, business is like war, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. So, instead of death, it's like money <laughs> i guess i don't know <laughs> but yeah how have you and your boyfriend yes yeah uh, managed to work together how what would you guys say like makes it work because it seems like you guys are gotten into the first business now this business how do you manage that because i know it could get very sh- stressful sometimes yeah for sure yeah we actually have been together for 11 years oh wow <laughs> <laughs> So we started a business. He actually went to university for accounting. Okay. So, I mean, we actually, we work well together because we, um, we think differently, mm. but we work well together in the sense that like he knows what he needs to do and I know what I need to do. Yeah. And the thing is like, we both aren't, I'm more the creative side and he's more like, you know, numbers and like, so it's, it works well in that sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like Shen. <laughs> how do you separate it from the personal and the business um sometimes it just it consumes you because like you know it's it's business but in my mind it's uh for us we've come to this realization that it's business first um don't oh. take things personally um I but like business that. is it's, business it's business first yeah like even with partnerships it's for me it's it's always me business first like yeah. we'll I'll always choose business first yeah yes yeah. wow <laughs> you sound like <laughs> Because I want the business to succeed in a sense, like, and, and we want, if you want the same goal, I think we both need to be on the same page where we believe in the business, we want to succeed, so it has to be first. Yeah. And I think as your business succeeds too, like, your personal life can succeed as Exactly. Well. Like, you can get to a point where, you know, you could be better later. You just got to figure this out now. Yeah. Because I find that if the business is failing, your your personal life is probably going to be failing <laughs> oh, too sure. at yeah, the maybe. same time, right? Because what you take into your personal life is what you take into your business life and vice versa. I, I'm still grasping on that. Business is first. <laughs> no, but I like it. Yeah. 
right? That like that obviously like took some time for you guys to oh, figure for sure. out. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, with all the business we've started, and I think that like people put like emotions and relationships first, and like you know that it clouds your judgment in like your business. Mm-hmm. But like if you have like a set goal that like business is first, you want it to succeed, you want it to do well, then I think that you'll you'll go on this like the right path rather mm-hmm. than like it failing. And so um, with business first, the personal life is it is is that just correlated with the business too like do you guys not really have a personal life um right now we don't we're okay with yeah. that yeah like if you've come to like you know uh, accepting that then it's okay i think that right now we know we have to hustle like mm-hmm. you know during the t- this time and just starting a new business i think that we have to think about that first mm-hmm. yeah it sounds like like a life partner business partner personal partner yes yeah partner, right? but you guys also like a lot of the same things which is cool kind of yeah i think but it's good that we, as we grow older, we, we're like realizing that we need our space and then we like uh, different things too. And we have to like let each other like do our thing. Like independent. Independently, like yes. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. I, I have a, I'm going to have to have a talk with someone tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's Business first. What would you tell yourself if uh, you could talk to yourself like five years ago? Five years ago, um, I tell myself that uh, maybe I should have left school earlier. Maybe I should have pursued my my dream earlier. Um, maybe, um, yeah. So just start earlier. And I think that like I should have maybe not went to school and just pursued what I wanted to pursue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you always have that entrepreneurial mindset? Like, um, I was always like a creative. Like, I always wanted to like when I was younger. I was like, I want to just draw for a living. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then my parents and they were just like, what are you, "How are you going to make money?" Mm-hmm. And now people are actually making money from drawing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's so that's what happened. I decided to go back to school and learn interior design because I was still a creative. Like, I still want to do something in the creative field. So mm-hmm. I still kept that, mm-hmm. even and though I did pursue it when I was like, you know, you, younger. Do you do any? Um, uh, interior designing still any other side job? so it's kind of good that i have that as a background mm-hmm. um so when i start new businesses it's like you don't really have to hire a person to do that because i take on that role mm-hmm. so i do it mm-hmm. so any new business that we start um i take on the role of designing the whole yeah. space yeah and the logos and everything exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. because you'd pay like people lots of money to do that and yeah. for me like i'm cutting down costs and i'm doing it myself yeah you also mentioned that you were you've designed some logos for some other companies, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> we'll <Nice>. mention them. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, as as an entrepreneur too, you're. I feel, I feel like a lot of people, and I I think this is what you're doing is creating different avenues of income. For sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think that's where uh, people don't realize that is like you can't just focus on one thing. Exactly. Like as an entrepreneur, like if you're banking on just like running a shop, like you may not be able to maybe have passive good income for yourself. So Mm -hmm. having all these like, you know, streaming income, it's kind of good. We need to, we have to push for that for ourselves. Right. Mm -hmm. With the other businesses and this business, are you looking to eventually just have them run by themselves? Is what I'm assuming. Yeah. So that's like the goal. Mm -hmm. The goal is like to start a business so it is self-sufficient to run by itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you do have some uh, floating staff um, that, that you use as you guys get busy. Too, right? Yeah, for sure. Like, it's good that we have, like, a lot of family helping right now, during, especially during this time. Like, people aren't as busy as they are. So it's, it's a little tough to, like, bring in workers. Mm-hmm. But it's great that we're having our families help. And then we have a couple of our workers that will come help. Um, so, yeah. So we're, like, fortunate for that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And what would you say to someone that wants to start in business and they can't? They're they're too scared. Oh, that's scary. Um, They should, I think they should just figure out what they want to do. They need to figure out what they want to do and then figure out the process of how to do it. Mm. Like if you have to go get a business license or just do all your like your research. I think research is really important. Mm -hmm. Um, They should figure out how the steps they need to do to take it to get to that point or ask people questions, ask other entrepreneurial questions. Maybe someone in their field or someone in a different field and they can give you like insight. Yeah. Because you're not wasting time, right? Then if you ask someone the steps, then maybe like you can get further in your 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 dream or your... Totally. And I, I totally agree with you. And I actually just learned that probably a couple of years ago. Asking for help is is okay. Yeah, for right? sure. Yeah. I, I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs feel like they, they're on their own and they have to do it all themselves. And it's totally not like that, right? Yeah. That's why they say like... If you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. 
<laughs> it's a great one though it's like no, I guess, yeah. in, in business and in travel right like if you want to go like you can't do everything by yourself for no, sure yeah totally totally no i'm just laughing because yeah dave has a quote in every time yeah. <laughs> sorry i'm just full of quotes <laughs> i don't know how you remember them <laughs> uh i think you've answered a lot of our questions yeah. um a, you know it was a great podcast it was mel and you're you're like straight to the point i feel like, i think i've become like that like before i'm just like oh i don't know like i think i have background in it just because like you know my stepdad owns a lot of business they own a lot of restaurants and like i wish i asked them more questions and my mm-hmm. mom used to own like you know salons and stuff but i never did so it's like maybe i should have asked them because you know their business is succeeding or have been still going on so mm-hmm. it's like just ask questions mm-hmm. figure it out mm-hmm. i mean what's like the worst answer they can say no mm-hmm. or yeah. even send people emails ask questions it's mm-hmm. funny too because i find a lot of asian parents they don't want their kids to do business and for like, sure yeah like Maybe. my parents when i told them like i want to go into business school they're like why would you want to go into business like you yeah. have to become an engineer like uh like business is not good but the thing is that um like i enjoyed doing business stuff and then i ended up going back into it anyways so my dad was always like you should just did what you wanted from the very beginning because you just essentially just wasted this time and money doing something you didn't enjoy mm-hmm. and now you're doing what you want to do anyways so totally yeah. it's asian parents so let's like oh don't do art <laughs> And then I see all my art friends are making money from it. I'm like, why don't I do it? Why don't I pursue that? Why don't I push to pursue that, right? So I feel like your adolescent years, like your parents could be holding you back or something and then you kind of revert and you change. Yeah. And then, yeah. A hundred percent. And I agree, Asian parents, my parents too. I don't think they know any better and they just want you to go to school. Yeah, for sure, just like yeah. go to school, yeah. be doctor, lawyer, whatever, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. And it's like, that's all they know because they're in a new new for world, sure yeah right? they want b- better for you exactly yeah. um yeah and i was like for me no <laughs> <laughs> Same. but then as good as you get older they're more understanding right like mm-hmm. my parents are in business and they're very understanding and they're willing to help and stuff so it's, it's good right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that's great is, is there any last things that you want to say any anything that you want to share about business i feel talking to you it's like I feel like you're just a very ambitious woman. <laughs> like, you know what's up. Yeah. You know what you got to do. Yeah. And it's, like, straight to the point. And I like it, right? It's, like, boom, boom, boom. Um, let's let's work. Business business before uh, <laughs> personal. <laughs> that's my new line. Um, because, like, I guess, like, in a sense, it's, like, money's on the line. And, like, you know, everything's on the line. So, in a sense, it's, like, if you don't think about that first, like, what, what are you going to think about, really? Mm-hmm. Um, I think traveling has helped i feel like travel inspires people it's kind of sucks with covid you can't travel and i felt like traveling really helped inspire me to start business and figure out new things to like you know bring to the city or whatever yeah mm-hmm. yeah traveling's huge it's um, huge yeah. especially for business yeah. it, 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 it like expands your like understanding of everything right yeah the more you travel you start seeing trends at work oh for in sure yeah so cities. i mean that's how all these businesses that i did after the toy yeah. became what it was because we were traveling a lot for our toy business uh-huh. We're doing all like the um, the Comic Cons in, in Calgary and we're doing all the Comic Cons in the States. Like we'd go acquire all the products in the States, mm-hmm. like new drops and stuff. Mm-hmm. So then when we go there, like eating is always like you have to eat. So we're always eating new places, trying new trends in the States. Mm-hmm. So then those ideas are like, you know, you think about those ideas to bring back to your, your own city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Calgary is good because like it's like a place for trends to happen for sure yeah, yeah. right like we're not a trend city people don't we're come here exactly right? yeah it's like behind on the game yeah and that's what i found that every time going down to california like you would start seeing these weird trends that were going up down there and it would be like two-year lag for sure and if you know they're doing well in the states and you're, you're gonna know they're gonna do well in like yeah. your city the only problem i find with the city though is the volume like, for sure exactly yeah because like if you're gonna open up um, a shop in New York compared to Calgary, you're going to have way more volume in a bigger city than the Calgary would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, totally. I remember when I went to uh, Japan and I saw all these, like the fashion, and I was like, this is going to be here in two years. And it was. Right? <laughs> it yeah. will, yeah. yeah. The trends in Japan People will, are yeah. crazy. That's why I love Japan. Yeah. And that's where the donuts are from. Yeah, I just sparked from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also sparked from the States too. So it's just, it's been around. It's yeah. just, it hasn't reached here, right? Until mm-hmm. we brought it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's a cool concept. Well, I like what you're doing. I like the trends. And, um, you know, it's it's a very bold move uh, opening up a business, uh, especially yeah, in retail COVID. during COVID, right? For so sure, yeah. Kudos to you. Um, 
but yeah, did you get your anything else you want to get out uh, share um, about your story about business? Um, um, I think that's helped you. I think I have a lot to say. I think from the very beginning, there's like I feel like we're jumping back and forth in our stories and yeah. my story. Yeah. Um, I think that. Um, I want people to be successful. Um, I'm always willing to help people. If they want to have a coffee, I feel like people message me all the time, like, hey, I want to have a coffee. I want to pick your brain or I'm kind of stuck. I'm mm-hmm. like in my like quarter life crisis or whatever. They're like, I want to talk. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. They're like, how did you get to your point and stuff? And I feel like I'm always willing to give people advice. Um, and I always want to push people. I'm that person. I've become that person. Um, I always want to push people to, mm-hmm. to do better, to, to do more. Mm-hmm. So I feel like any friends that like are inspired or want to do stuff, like I feel like, like I'll talk to you. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. I'll figure it out for you. I'll help you. That's good. Totally. What, what do you think has uh, like the biggest thing that has made it successful? The like, business yeah. or like donuts or yeah. just in general? I feel like you. Done- um, I think that I don't know. I just have like a clear goal. I just feel like marketing's really great. I feel maybe I don't know. I just. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just doing marketing really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, marketing is critical. I feel. Yeah, especially yeah. with a, fro- a product. Especially with product, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, especially with trendy products, right? You have to market it, right? Mm-hmm. So, no, I think you've done a very good job, and uh, yeah, yeah. Any, anything else for you, Dave? No, I think we should work on a collab. <laughs> I, I actually have a, a good idea. So we'll what talk kind of about club? that after. <laughs> well, I was actually thinking of doing like a uh, giveaway with uh, donuts for our clients. Oh, like, yeah, totally. for sure. Yeah. yeah. We actually are doing a 4K giveaway. We hit 4K. Mm. Um, so we're doing a 4K giveaway actually right now too. Yeah. A four, like $4,000? No, for the people? Like, yeah, for people. So we're yeah. doing uh, four oh. boxes and a pint of ice cream. Oh, oh nice. Because you, yes. you hit 4,000. We hit 4,000 oh. followers. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I was like, you guys are giving nope. away 4,000. No. I wish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, we could definitely talk about that. Yeah, it'd be cool. When is Donut Day again? So Donut Day is in June. Okay. National Donut Day is in June. June June what? Like June 24th. I was going to say, it's close to my birthday. Yeah. Yeah, we could figure out something that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Just yeah. free donuts for clients. Totally. Like, Let's <laughs> for do sure. It. Yeah. And, and where can we find you? Um, you can find us in um, Chinatown on uh, 2nd Avenue. Okay. Or you could just find us online too. What's your, what's your uh, social media? So we're uh, Amido Cafe uh-huh. or we're at www.amidocafe.com. Mm-hmm. And, then, and they could order online. And then... They order online. They can DM me. They can mm-hmm. message me. Cool. Sweet. I got you. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on, Mel. And yeah. It was a great conversation. <laughs> a good conversation for sure. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Behind the Business Podcast. Remember, you can find us on all social media outlets and reach out to us if you have any questions. And remember, everybody, enjoy their life. <laughs>